0: Welcome into Devore Darkens Live, episode number 130, 130 episodes up to this point. And in today's show, we're talking about why repetition is required to do what? Well, to change what's happening in the subconscious mind, to ultimately help you succeed. Repetition is required. We're going to be talking about why that is. And so if you're a person who you've been... um buying all the books, you've been doing all the exercises, you've got all the information, and you've had this information for quite some time now, but you're still not achieving the success that you desire, then this is the perfect episode for you because I'm going to tell you why it's not working. It's got everything to do with repetition, and it's not necessarily what you think, doing the same thing over and over and over again. But what exactly are you doing over and over again? That's what we're getting into today. So that's what today's show is all about. Now, if you're going to be successful in reprogramming your subconscious mind, you got to have a purpose behind doing that in the first place. You got to have a strong emotional reason, which is why you should know what your life purpose is, which is um, what drives everything that you do. Why are you waking up in the morning? This is why I created the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. It's a one-page cheat sheet that will help you discover your life purpose. That's just what it is. And you can download that by going to the link in my bio. And when you do, you'll also get a free video training with it that shows you how to fill it out. All for free, by the way. Uh, Secondly, if you already know what your purpose is, like you know why you wake up in the morning, you have goals for yourself, but you're still all over the place, there's no simplicity, there's no clarity, there's no plan that you're following, uh, then I encourage you to get the Blueprint Method course. So it's just a course that helps you do what? Get everything that's in here and put it on some paper, okay? Uh, So you can get crystal clear on what your goals are, who you need to be in order to make it happen, and what do you need to do to make it happen. And lastly, if you're looking for accountability or mentorship, maybe you're at that part of your journey and you want someone to work with one-on-one, then schedule a life audit call. Don't know if I can help you. Uh, The whole purpose of the call is to figure out if I can help you. Uh, But if you are that person looking for accountability or mentorship, then that's where you should go by clicking in the link in my bio and scheduling a life audit call. So repetition as it retains to the subconscious mind. Why is repetition required? Why is that? Well, let's tell a story. Okay. I served in the military 13 years. Not only was I in the military, but I also, uh, was a military instructor. So part of my career was actually turning around and teaching other soldiers how to do their jobs. And then, um, I became an officer towards the end there. So I had to go back to training again. Well, needless to say, uh, if there was no repetition, the military would immediately fail. I think one of the key foundational principles of the military's success is repetition. Doing the same thing over and over and over again. Now, I'm not talking about necessarily doing the same physical action over and over again because that's where your mind usually takes you. When I say repetition, you're thinking yeah, I got to physically do something every single day. No, that's not what I'm talking about. That's the obvious, you know, that's like the first level to this, right? Well, what are you doing every day, right? We are just a mass of habits, right? Everything we do is is because of the habits that we have, right? That's not necessarily what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the root cause to those habits, okay? Repetition. Um, and I'm going to get into exactly what you should be using repetition on, Later in the show, here. But the story is this Uh, I went to basic training when I was in, uh, right at the end of my junior year in high school. And I learned really quickly about repetition. And this is why people can come from all different backgrounds, okay? All different backgrounds, all different religions, different perceptions of the world, different habits, different belief systems and then at the end of the training we all look the same, we talk the same, we walk the same, we represent the same idea, right? Which is serving the serving our country. And how can you change a person's personality like that? How do you change someone that quickly? Well, repetition is a part of it. That that's what it's going to take. You see The subconscious mind is not good or bad, okay? It just is, meaning it operates the way that it operates. Your subconscious mind controls everything that you do without any conscious thought. So what you're doing without actually having to think about it, that's because of your subconscious mind. So when you drive your car, when you tie your shoe, when you put on your clothes, right? You're doing things that require no conscious awareness, right? It's a habit at that point. Well, that's what your beliefs are. That's what your habits are. That's what your perception is based on. It's just based on ideas that are fixed in your subconscious mind. And those ideas express themselves through your behavior, through your belief system, through your perception, the way you speak, how you interact with the world. That's all you're doing. Now, a lot of people, what they'll do, and we saw this in the military. um, Well, no, I'm going to do things this way. And what would they do when I was in the military? They said, no, 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 no. You need to go back. You need to do it this way. And you need to do it every single day until it becomes a part of you. Well, everything that was being done in the military is through repetition. Uh, everything is repeated once, twice, three times, over and over and over again. It's like almost you're you're going back to when you were a kid when you joined the military. That's how they really talk to you uh, because... They know they're dealing with people with different levels of awareness. So some people, you can tell them one time, they got it. Other people, you got to tell them, like 10 times. And then they're like, oh, okay, got it. Because everybody has a different level of awareness, a different understanding. We make the mistake, and I find this to be very common in everyone. We tend to make the mistake in thinking that everybody thinks the same way that you do. No, that's not true. Not You think the way that you do because that's you. I think the way that I do, because that's me, two different programs, okay, two different subconscious minds, um, two different way of seeing things in the world, and um, so you cannot think you're going to say one thing and then everybody's going to get it. Well, the military knows that, and um, so they they make everything A, B, C, one, two, three, right, It's <laughs> it's very simple, and I actually like coaching and teaching that way as well, so if you guys have been following my podcast, you know. It's really organized. I start off the podcast by telling you why you should listen. Then I tell you a story. Then I tell you what the problems are, what you need to not do or what you should not do. Then I tell you what you should do. And then I summarize all that. And then I answer your questions. A, B, C, very simple, nothing complicated. So um, listen, repetition uh, absolutely played a huge part in my life as an adult, a young adult in the military. And I learned that if I was going to get proficient in shooting my rifle, if I was going to become physically fit, if I was going to get to the next rank, you know, I would have to use repetition in order to accomplish that. Here's the deal. I've noticed that most people don't understand the power of repetition, so they don't really use it in the way that they should. In fact, most people are victim to the repetition, meaning they are victims of the habits that they have. They're not really developing new habits. Well, yeah, that's, if, if I go back and I think about what made the military or what makes the military so successful and its ability to communicate to all different levels of awareness to people who come from different parts of the world and have them come together, work together, and accomplish the mission, repetition is definitely a key part of that. So repeating yourself, which is what I do on the show constantly. Rereading the same thing constantly. We used to have, uh, when I would go to training, see if I can find something kind of look like it. Let's just use this as an example. When you go to a military training, what you usually do is you get the manual of the training that you're going to. So for example, let's let's say you're going to boot camp for real estate agents. Well, the people hosting the boot camp, they should already have a participant's guide, a workbook, a manual for the boot camp itself, where you basically you print out the manual and it tells you, hey, um, here's all the admin information in regards to this boot camp. Here's where it is. Here's where it's located. Here's the mailing address. Here's the point of contact. Here's who's in charge here's the chain of command, right? There's like an admin portion. And then there's like, here's the rules. Okay, here's the rules of this boot camp, And if you violate these rules, then you're subject to X, Y, or Z. And then it says, here's how the training is conducted. We have phase one, then we have phase two, and then we have phase three. And then it'll tell you everything you need to know and learn to be prepared to succeed in this training. It's all in one book. It's usually called a manual or it's called a participant's guide. You know, they have different names for it, but it's all essentially the same thing. So, for example, um, if you served in the military, you know anybody who served in the military, there's a particular training called uh, Ranger School. And Ranger School has its own Ranger Manual. And anyways, the point is to do what? You take the manual and you start doing what you've always been taught to do, memorize it. Right, Because that's what we do in school. We You memorize the information. And the only way you're going to memorize information is through what? Repetition. Now, why do you want to memorize information before going to the military school? Well, because once you get there, they expect that you already know it. I mean, that's how um, repetition is, is ingrained in the military. They want you to already know what this school is all about, even though you've never been there. And what they're looking for is people who take the initiative to study what they're doing. So again, if you want to become one of the top real estate agents in your state or your industry, um, you should be studying every single day. And it's different for everybody. There's a manual for everything in this life. Now, what is the manual to your success? That manual is in multitude of books. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. This is a manual right here. This is everything you need to know to succeed. You don't like the way Napoleon Hill writes this book? Then you can get The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Wattles. They say the exact same thing. Don't like that book either? Well, you can always go more spiritual and get The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. They say the exact same thing, just in a different way. Okay? Psycho-cybernetics. Maxwell Maltz they're saying the same thing. These are different manuals, all serving the same purpose, which is obviously to help you become successful. Um so people will say, "Well, what book do you recommend?" Don't worry about what the best book is. That's not that's not the real question. The real question is the book you already have, are you rereading that with repetition or did you just skim it one time and then move on? Right? So when when I was in the military, I started to understand that, okay, if I'm going to change my habits, if I'm going to pass this course, if I'm going to go to this training and be successful, I've got to already be ahead of the game. I've got to already be studying before I even get there. That's the whole point that I'm making. And so I had to every single day pick up the manual and read it. And I, know, and I didn't even know what I was reading, but I was reading it anyway. And I kept rereading it and I kept reading it. And so when I finally got to the training, I already knew uh, what they were talking about once they started talking about it. Well, I noticed when I got out of the military, nobody does that, right? When people go apply for a job, 99% of people will never go look up the company, which I don't know why they wouldn't do that. But again, um, people don't do that. They don't study the company that they want to work at. They don't study the career that they may want to go into. Right? There's, no, there's no preparation, there's no studying, there's no repetition, it's just jump in. And that's why I feel a lot of people fail because they're not understanding that if you're going to change how you behave, if you're going to change the way that you respond and you react to people and things in your life, if you're going to take control of yourself, if you're going to succeed in whatever it is you want to succeed in, repetition is always required. There is no halfway in or maybe not this time. No. 100% of the time, repetition is required. Why is that? Because that's part of one of the universal laws. If you don't know that, remember this. Everything that is happening to us in this world is governed by laws, universal laws, natural laws. So for example, if I get up right now and I climb to the top of my house right here on the roof and I jump off what's happening I'm not going up I'm going down right that's the law of gravity you know if um, you know I uh, I'm driving my car and someone's parked and I and I ran my car right in the back of that parked car what's going to happen um, well the cause is I hit the car the effect is what that car is going to be pushed forward so many feet right and my car is obviously going to be total this is always going to happen no matter what what is a law exactly? A law is something that happens to everyone, everywhere, all the time, no matter what. And one of those laws that I'm talking about as it pertains to why repetition is so important is the law of gender. Every one of us, we have a we have a masculine energy and we have feminine energy. Your conscious mind is the mas- masculine energy. It's where you think. It's where all the seeds are at the goal is a seed. Your fantasy is a seed. The thought is a seed. And you're what you're trying to do is plant positive seeds in your subconscious mind, which is the feminine energy. So you're planting the masculine and the feminine, meaning you're trying to pregnate your subconscious mind with a new idea. That's what you're doing. That's why repetition is so important. Now, not to get vulgar here, uh, that's why when intercourse happens, the male does not release one seed. How many seeds are released? Think about that. I, I can't even tell you a number. I'm, I'm sure it's in the millions, right? Um, why? Repetition. That's the way our mind works. That's the way the body works. That's the way nature works. It requires repetition. Okay. So even if you don't understand the law of gender all that much, it doesn't matter. All, the only thing that you really need to understand is that you're not going to change until you plant a new, uh, new seed in your subconscious mind. That seed could be a new habit. That seed could be a goal. That seed could be a new belief. doesn't matter what it is. Again, it's an idea at the end of the day. Well, the military is very aware of this. This is why they use repetition in everything that they they do. Let me tell you how simple they make this. As a military instructor, you always start off the training by saying this. Here's why we're here. Here's the purpose of this training. Here's what you're going to learn today. And here's how you're going to know that you learned it by meeting these objectives. And then they move into here are the references. Make sure you have these references on your desk so you know what we're talking about today. And then it's like, here's what we're going to talk about. And then we start talking about it. And then it's, hey, I'm going to tell you what we talked about. And then we're going to test you and make sure that you did pick up what we were putting down. And it's just not only did we do that today, but we're going to do that tomorrow. And we're going to do it the next day. And we're going to keep doing it every single day for the next 30 or 60 days, however long the training is. That's really how it happens. It's almost like going to school in a little bit. But the difference in the military versus college or high school, the military requires you to do it. You, you, you're not just going to memorize the information, and pass a test. No, they're going to make you actually do it. See, in high school and college, you're not required to do anything. All you're required to do is just pass an exam. So you're not required to really go out there and apply what you've learned. That's the biggest mistake in all of education is that they're missing the application of knowledge. So most people are not used to applying the knowledge, which is why I said in the beginning, most people will buy the book, they'll skim through it, they'll read it a little bit, they'll put it down, they'll go buy another book. They're not getting anything from the book. They have to apply it. So, anyhow, um, what does that mean? What what's the point of all this? Well, the point is is this: if you're not using repetition, you're not going to change. And and I learned this when I was in the army. It's exactly what we had to do in everything that we were doing. It was repetition. It was repetition. There was a process. There was a system. There was a step-by-step thing that you should be doing because they want you to develop the habits of a successful and soldier who's ready to go to war. That's really the whole purpose behind everything that we're doing. Well, I tell that story because I noticed people who didn't take repetition seriously are the people who had a tough time in the military. Um, I can always look back and see that even in myself, if I wasn't exercising repetition, um, I'm not going to get anything out of anything. I'm not, it's not going to work for me. And we, I don't know what happens, but we have amnesia about this because this is what we were doing as children. How did you learn to tie your shoe in the first place? Repetition. How did you learn the language? Repetition. Right. So if you're going to change your life, repetition. And this sounds simple and very basic, but I'll tell you right now, uh, most people don't see the value. They don't respect that or they're not aware of that. They're thinking, I'll just do this one time and, um, you know, I'll be successful, and that's not the way it works. Like I said, the law of gender. You have to take this new idea, what you want, and you've got to impregnate your subconscious mind with it. You've got to plant it in your subconscious mind. That's where um, things start to happen. Nothing happens if it's just in your conscious mind, by the way. You could think about your goals all you want. That doesn't mean anything. It's when you internalize those goals you get emotionally involved in those goals. You start acting on those goals, and you do that every single day. That's when you're going to start to see transformation. But transformation does not come from someone who just consciously thinks about it, logically thinks about it, compares it, analyzes it, looks at it. That's not going to do anything. It's when you become it is where the transformation happens. And then the only way you're going to become the success that you want, the only way you're going to become the person you need to be To accomplish the goals you have for yourself, repetition is going to be required. There is no other way around it. So this takes us to this part of our podcast today. So what is the problem? Meaning the problem that might be standing in your way, the problem that you may not even know is there. Well, let's talk about it. So what are the three mistakes that people make when it comes to transformation when it comes to developing a new habit when it comes to trying to alter their subconscious mind number one is they're not emotionally involved now if you're wondering okay well who who writes about this who who's the authority on that statement napoleon hill and think and Grow rich is the authority that we're going to reference here and he's got this throughout the book i mean you can find this in multiple chapters Uh, For example, he has a chapter called uh, Auto-Suggestion where he talks about this. This would be chapter four. He said that your subconscious mind will act only upon instructions which are emotionalized and handed over to it with feeling. Faith is the strongest and most productive of the emotions. And this is why he says, you know, follow the instructions I have given you in the chapter on faith. Let me say that again. This is page 113 in Think and Grow Rich. Your subconscious mind will act only, only is a key word here, upon instructions which are emotionalized and handed over to it with feeling. Okay? Now, who else wrote about this? Uh, Neville Goddard in The Power of Awareness. In chapter 24, which is called Failure, he says that the fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. The fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. How can this feeling of naturalness be achieved? Well, one, you got to use your imagination. And two, you have to persistently feel your consciousness with your imagination. Again, what are they both saying? Feeling. You have to emotionalize whatever it is that you want. Well, the, the mistake that people make is they don't get emotionally involved. So they're thinking about their goals. They're thinking about what they want, but they're not getting into the feeling of it as if it's already happened. Now, I know the common question I get, well, how do you how do you get into the feeling if it's never happened? Well, it doesn't matter if it hasn't happened. Your mind doesn't know that it's never happened. Your subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is real and what's fake, what has happened and what's never happened. The subconscious mind doesn't work that way. It just works based off what you give it. So if you keep impressing the image of what you want, you're going to get, sooner or later, emotion involved in that. You're going to start feeling relaxed, calm. You're going to have expectation. You're going to feel inspired. You're going to have faith. You're going to believe. So it's, it's not always like you think about it and then you start doing jumping jacks. It, it's different emotions. The point is, is to, to emotionalize what you're thinking about. So I'll give you ex- example. Let's go back to the military. The military knows this very well, because from day one, everything is emotional. When you get off that bus, when you get into basic training, they're screaming down your neck. How how more emotional can we be at that point? They're screaming down down your neck. They're requiring you to run everywhere you go. There is no walking. There's only running. You got your duffel bag on you. You got you're dropping stuff. You're trying to pick it up. You fall over. They don't care. Oh, you're out of line, do push-ups. It's all emotional. You're stressed out, right? They max out your stress levels. Why? Because your subconscious mind is wide open when you're doing that. Your emotions are located in your subconscious mind. So if you want to access your subconscious mind, you have to be emotional. Well, the military knows that very well. Everything is emotional in the military. Everything is about life or death. And that's the way that they train people in the military. They, they train them with the seriousness of life and death. So it's very emotional. Uh, that doesn't mean people are, are breaking down crying. No, it means that you are stressed out on purpose. And usually it's in a control environment, of course. But the whole point um, is to stress you out because at that point your subconscious mind is wide open. And then what does the military do with repetition? They start planting the new ideas in there. This is the way we do things. This is the army creed. This is the law. This is the regulations. This is how we move. This is how we walk. This is how we talk. They're just planting ideas every single day. And at the same time, they're stressing you out because that's the only way you're going to change somebody's subconscious mind is through emotion and repetition. Well, you're obviously you're not going to do that right, in your regular life. You don't need to walk around stressing yourself out. You know, Uh, what you want to do is do the polar opposite of stressing yourself out. You want to get emotion involved in a positive way. Okay, you want to have faith. You want to have belief. You want to feel inspired. And the only way you're going to invoke those emotions is by what? Assuming you're already the person you want to be. Assuming you already have what you want. And again, the mistake is people don't do that. They think about the goal, but they are thinking that they're not there. That, that's not going to get you emotionally involved. And if this is sounding kind of, you know, different, if you're like, well, I don't know how this even makes sense, DeVorey. Well, it's because you don't understand the way your mind works. Your subconscious mind, again, does not know the difference between what is real and what is fake. You have to understand that. It does not know the difference. So if you want something different in your life, you start by assuming you already have it. You do that using your conscious mind, your imagination. And then to plant that idea, that image in your subconscious mind, you have to be emotional about it. You got to act as if you already have it. You got to get into the feeling of it. So mistake number one is people are not emotional involved. Mistake number two, people do not sustain the repetition long enough. They're not persistent. They're not. Which is why chapter nine in Think and Go Rich, the whole chapter is dedicated on persistence. Persistence is something that cannot be replaced. If you don't have it, there's no success. That's what Napoleon Hill says in this chapter. There is no substitute for persistence. It cannot be replaced by any other quality. Remember this, and it will prepare you in the beginning when the going may seem difficult and slow. See, those who cultivate the habit of persistence will enjoy the insurance against failure. No matter how many times they are defeated, they finally arrive where they want it to be. Sometimes it appears that they are lucky or they are guided. But this is not what's going on. What's going on, these individuals have the habit of picking themselves up after defeat and keep moving forward. And that's what persistence is all about. So you're going to try to think about what you want today and you may not do it the best. That doesn't mean you stop. It's repetition. you got to get better at it. You have to get better at it. Right? Especially if you're trying to do something you've never done before. That's why repetition is so important. I know this word repetition sounds simple and basic. But it's easily misunderstood by the majority of people. Uh, most people do not understand persistence. They do not understand repetition at all. They know about it but they don't understand it because they're not living by it. They're not, they're not exercising repetition with their goals. They're continuing to do the same thing that they've been doing. But if you want to change what you've been doing so you can get to where you want to go, you got to start doing something differently every single day. Repetition, the same thing. Well, anyways, mistake number one is people are not emotion bald, And number two, they don't persist or they don't sustain the repetition long enough. Now, I've noticed when I served in the military, the average number of uh, time or the average length of a military training is usually 60 days. Why that is, I'm not too sure. But if I had to guess, it would be because they probably have done studies to recognize that it may take at least 60 days for a soldier to adopt a new habit or learn something. You know, that's... That's probably the way they, because majority of the trainings I've ever been to it was at least two months, but it wasn't past three. So um, people are not persistent enough. It's already February 21st, and you got people who've already given up on what they said they were going to do. They've already stopped, and you have people who still haven't even started. It's just a lack of persistence. They just don't sustain it enough. So I find that to be a huge mistake. And number three, which is very, very a huge mistake in this whole repetition thing, is there's a lack of commitment. You know, if you're going to go to where you want to be in life, it's got to be a, a commitment, an irrevocable decision. Now, again, if you're like me, nobody taught you about commitment when you were a child. No one taught you about making decisions as a child. Nobody taught you that. So we hear the word commitment, we hear the word attitude, we hear the word decision-making, we hear these words and we know that these words exist, but there's no awareness. We don't understand how to apply them. Right? Most people do not know how to make a decision. Most people don't understand how to keep a commitment. Most people don't even know how to make a commitment. Most people only do things out of convenience. If it's not convenient, I'm not involved. That's how people think. Commitment means you're going to do it regardless. You're going to do it regardless. Not when it's convenient. You're going to do it even if it's inconvenient. That's the only way you're really going to develop a habit. See, the power of repetition isn't every now and then I'm going to do it. The power of repetition is you do it and you keep doing it until you you no longer have to do it. Because at that point, you're wanting to do it. And then sooner or later, you no longer have to think about doing it. That's the power of repetition. So whether you're making these mistakes or not, the point of the matter so far is if you're going to be successful in changing yourself and growing and getting to where you want to go in life, you have to recognize the power of repetition. You cannot just put one foot in and one foot out. You can't just do something a little bit and then stop. No, if you're going to do it, you got to go all the way. You got to go all in. You got to act like you are being paid millions of dollars, you're a superstar athlete. You're not just going to show up to practice one day. No, you're you're showing up to practice every single day. You're being paid millions. You've got people coming out, they spent their hard-earned money to see you perform. And if you're not showing up to practice and you're not bettering your game, that's disrespect, right? You put out what you're going to get back. So obviously the results are not going to be in your favor if you do things in that way. Well, that's what we could say about people's lives today. People are not showing up and putting in the work. They're not practicing. They're not persistent. They're not exercising repetition. They're just doing what they've always done. And this can be a challenge When you're just trying to skim through the book and not really read it and not really study it, because that means you don't have the understanding. And if you don't have the understanding, you're not going to have the faith to keep going. And which leads to this. So what is the solution? What should you be doing? What are the steps that you should be taking? Well, let's talk about it. So what. Repetition or why is repetition required for your subconscious mind? Meaning if you want to change what's happening in your subconscious mind, why is repetition required? Well, I already gave you one of those universal laws, the law of gender. You've got to plant the seed. That's a process. That's a timeline. Just like if you go in your backyard and you plant carrots, well, you know that you have to water it. You've got to protect it. Right? You got to make sure the soil is good. And that takes repetition. You don't just water the plant one time. You water it every day. And you protect it every day. Right, That's why repetition is so powerful. Well, our subconscious mind works the same way that a garden does. You got to plant the seed. You got to water the seed. And you got to do that every day. And you got to protect it. So you have a goal right now for yourself in your life. There's something that you desire that you want. The objective is to get it into the subconscious mind. Number one, you have to stop trying to explain yourself to everybody around you. Because when you do that, what are you doing? You're exposing your garden to different insects, different rodents, different animals. And they can get in there and screw up your garden. They can kill your plants. People can kill your dreams just by making one comment. All they have to do is just say a couple of words and you're deflated. You're like, what was I even thinking? So number one is don't think you need to explain your goals to somebody else. You don't. Number two is you have to persist in assuming that you are where you want to be already, regardless of the appearances. It doesn't matter in your physical reality if you're not there yet. That's irrelevant. Your current physical reality is not based on what you're currently thinking about. It's based on what you've been thinking about. So you don't have to worry about what your current results are today. You don't need to worry at all. You just need to focus that you're already where you want to be, but you got to use your imagination to accomplish that. Again, there's really only two ways to do it. Number one, you can already see it in your mind because you are used to using your imagination. And number two, if you're not used to doing that, you can always print out a vision board, right? Or print out the picture of the goal and stare at it every single day, right? And that's going to do what? That's going to. Build the image in your mind. It's going to uh, create new brain cells. You're going to burn the image into your mind. And now you're going to be able to see it and you're, you're going to be able to recall it as a picture in your mind. So uh, you, you have to see it, obviously. You, you got to persist. You got to use repetition to keep looking at what you want. You got to keep seeing yourself there. That's what I mean when I say repetition. The repetition of actions. That that's later on. The root cause is the repetition in assuming you are the person you want to be. The repetition of assuming you have what you want already. And the only way to accomplish that is you have to exercise your imagination. And then the second thing uh, about that. Thank you very much. The second thing about that is you've got to be emotionally involved. you got to keep going back to the emotional part with repetition. You got to keep triggering the emotions. Now, what type of emotions are you really looking to um, create here around this goal of yours? Well, number one, gratitude. Number two is love. And number three is relief. Now, gratitude is very simple. Uh, When you say, I'm very grateful for something, you feel good, right? It feels great. You feel humble. You feel blessed, right? You want to always have that emotion about your goals the person you're becoming, the the goal that you have for yourself, you want to already be grateful for it. Why? Because that's the way you would feel if it happened in your physical reality. You would feel grateful. Number two, you got to fall in love with your life. You got to fall in love with, with, with the goal itself. When you fall in love with a person, what happens to your behavior? It changes. When you fall in love with your goal, what happens to your behavior? It changes. So, This is why becoming obsessed with your goal, as if you're already that person, is one of the most powerful things you can ever do for yourself. Now, if you're still thinking, well, how do I become grateful? How do I become obsessed? How do I fall in love? It's the repetition of thinking about it in the first place, which is why step one I said was you got to see it in your mind. Like it's already a present fact. So you bring the future and you turn it into a present fact. OK, now let's read this really quickly and then we'll move on to number three, because this is also in The Power of Awareness and written by Neville Goddard. And this would be on page uh, 134. Um, actually, correction, that that's a good one, but 138. Uh, Determined imagination, thinking from the end, is the beginning of all miracles. Your future must become the present in your imagination if you want to wisely and consciously create new circumstances. Your future must become the present in your imagination if you want to wisely and consciously create new circumstances. You got to stop thinking of the goal and you got to start thinking from the goal. That's what's going to invoke those emotions. Okay, it's hard to get emotion involved when you're thinking you're not there yet is my point. You got to think you're already there. That's what gets you like, oh, my God, that is so. Yes, you know, it feels great. So anyways, let's get back to the emotions. Gratitude, you fall in love because you keep obsessing over it. Uh, And number three is relief. Now, this is an interesting emotion because this is exactly how we would feel, you know. Um, Let's imagine that uh, for a second, uh, you just right after this podcast, you grab your keys and you head out. You're going to go to the grocery store right now. And you left the driveway. You left your neighborhood. And then all of a sudden you thought, oh, man, I think I left the door wide open. And you have a dog and your dog is, you know prone to get out. Right. So you're worried that your dog not only left the house, but may be lost or got ran over or something like that. Right. Well, you turn around, you go back home and you realize your dog is asleep on the couch. The door is open, but the, cu- the, the dog is asleep on the couch. What happens? What's the emotion that you feel in that moment? Oh, Thank you. Thank you. You feel gratitude. Right. You feel relief. You feel like you let go of this pressure that you had on yourself. That's another emotion you want to practice, right? And that's just going to take you coming up with scenarios in your mind where you see yourself accomplishing your goal and you feel this sigh of relief because of it. So number one, we got what we want. We assume we already have it. Number two, we got to persist. We got to use repetition with our emotion, right? Emotional repetition is really what I'm talking about. Um, And then number three, the other part of the repetition um, is to act on the ideas that you get. Every day, no matter what. You see, it's going to require repetition. There is no other way around it. You're going to have to do the same thing over and over and over again. The question is, is are you committed? Because it can be inconvenient in the beginning. But are you committed? Right. Are you committed? So let's see here. Let's go back to Think and Go Rich. We'll actually go to the chapter called The Subconscious Mind, which is chapter 12. And we're going to be on page 294. Remember, your subconscious mind functions voluntarily. Whether you make any effort to influence it or not, this this naturally suggests to you that thoughts of fear and poverty and all negative thoughts will reach your subconscious mind unless, unless you feed your subconscious mind desirable food. So you're going to use repetition regardless, through your own neglect or through taking conscious control of yourself. If you neglect to follow these instructions, You will just do what? You will start using repetition of internalizing negative ideas every day. That's what will happen. That's what has happened to people is they keep hanging around the same person with repetition. They keep listening to the same negative person with repetition. They keep internalizing negative ideas with repetition. They do it every day. It's because they're not voluntarily stepping up and influencing their subconscious mind. The subconscious mind will not remain idle If you fail to plant desires in your subconscious mind, it will feed upon the thoughts which reach it as the result of your neglect, which is what I was just saying. Now, if you're wondering, well, again, how do you feed your subconscious mind? That's what chapter four, auto-suggestion, is all about. Auto-suggestion is another way of saying repetition. You have to repeatedly suggest your goal to yourself. You have to repeatedly tell yourself, this is who I am. I do have these things. I am successful. Not I'm going to be successful. Not I will be successful. Not I'm trying to be successful. No, I am successful. You're thinking from the goal. Auto-suggestion is you repeatedly doing that to yourself. That happens in the form of using your imagination, repeating affirmations to yourself making decisions like that person so it's it's not just affirmations it's the other thing your imagination and and decision making now if we go back to auto suggestion he says on page 108 there is no such possibility as something for nothing there is uh excuse me let me back up again there is no such possibility as something for nothing Your ability to reach and influence your subconscious mind has its price, and you must pay that price. You cannot cheat, even if you desire to do so. The price of your ability to influence your subconscious mind is everlasting persistence in applying auto-suggestion, everlasting persistence in applying repetition. The ultimate price does not come in the form of using your money in your bank account. That's not the actual price of success. The price of success is you repeatedly, every single day, thinking, feeling, and acting like the person you want to be. You act as if it's already happened. That's the price. Now, if you don't believe me on that price, that's fine. Because if you were to read up any successful person's story, so if we take Kevin Hart, if we take Oprah Winfrey, if we take Elon Musk... If we take Thomas Edison, if we take Ed Hillary, right? If we take Roger Bannister, if we take Jeff Bezos, if we take any, it doesn't matter who it is. Doesn't matter who it is. They were already these individuals before we found out about them. They were acting like this person, Muhammad Ali, the same thing. What was Muhammad Ali? What did he keep repeating? before it happened, he kept repeating that he was the greatest. Now on paper, we can all say definitively, he's not the best. He's not the greatest, but that's not what people think. They think he is the greatest. Why? Because he said it every single day. That's what he affirmed every single day. And when he would do interviews and when he would talk to people and he would talk to his opponent and he would fight, it's always the same thing. I am the greatest. Now, we hear the story of Muhammad Ali, but are we applying the lesson there? The lesson is the repetition of assuming you have what you want and you are the person you want to be. That's the price that must be paid. And that can be a challenging thing to do, which is why mindset is so important, which is why accountability is so important, which is why mentorship is so important. Because your subconscious mind is already programmed. When you start to act like the person you've never been, your subconscious mind is going to say, wait a minute, what are you doing? That's not who we are. It's going to feel uncomfortable. But here's the crazy thing about it. You're already this person you're seeking to be. Spiritually, you are this person already. But if you're going to witness that person, if you are truly going to express that person in your physical world, you're going to need to do it with repetition. You're going to need to practice being this person. Again, what does an actor, an engineer, an architect, a musician, a fighter, what do they all have in common? They practice, right? A news broadcaster, they practice. You got to practice being the person you want to be. It's who you already are anyway. So you you don't have to sit there and think, "Well, I'm not really this person." No, you are that person. You just haven't been living that way. Well, if you're going to start living like that person, you got to practice living like that person, just like what they used to tell us in the military. You got to train the way you're going to fight. Well, you got to train yourself the way you want to live. So if you want to live a better life, if you want to live a life of success and happiness and fulfillment, well, you got to start training yourself to do that now. It doesn't matter if you don't have the physical results right now. That has nothing to do with it. Think about it. Sports teams every year, their goal is to win a championship. They don't practice because they don't have the championship yet, right? So even though your physical results are what they are right now, that has nothing to do with you making a committed decision on this. That's got nothing to do with it. So that's what it means to use repetition to reprogram your subconscious mind. The repetition of assuming you are the person you want to be already. The repetition of seeing yourself already with the goal achieved. Like it's already happened. And you see it, you feel it, and you act from that place. That's the repetition. That's the price that must be paid. And now after saying all that, you see why so many people are not successful. See, to do something for three days straight, that's one thing, right? That's pretty simple to do. Anybody can do that. But to do it for the rest of the year, well, that's another thing, right? To keep rereading this book, "Thinking and Grow Rich, over and over and over again, doesn't make any sense, right? I've been rereading this book for the past two years. I've got notes all over this book, as you guys can see here. I've got notes all in this book, over and over, just notes. I keep rereading it. Why? Because if, if you're going to internalize an idea, if you're truly going to understand something, you have to use repetition. There's no other way, and you got to get emotion involved in it. Again, if you're a parent right now, you understand what I'm saying. Because this is what you're doing with your children. It's repetition. You just have to turn around and do it to yourself. But it's not just repetition of anything, it's repetition of the assumption that you are the person you already want to be. That's who you are. Today, starting today, I am this person. That the goal has happened. And yes, some people will say that's delusional, it's a lie. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Well, again, let's go back to Napoleon Hill. And what did he tell us about the fact that it is a lie? This would be in chapter uh, three, uh, which is faith. Excuse me. On page 84, it is a well-known fact that one comes finally to believe whatever one repeats to oneself whether the statement be true or false, if you repeat a lie over and over and over again, you will eventually accept that lie as truth. And moreover, you will believe it to be the truth. The person you are today is because of the dominating thoughts which you permit to occupy your mind. These thoughts are deliberately placed in your mind and is encouraged with emotion, which is why emotion constitutes the motivating forces which direct and control your every movement, act, and deed. Thoughts which are mixed with any of the feelings uh, create a magnetic force, which attracts. Okay, so this is, again, why most people don't understand the law of attraction. The law of attraction is an effect. It happens because something happens first. What happens first? Your emotions must take place first. That is what triggers the law of attraction. So, your subconscious mind is already controlling the way that you feel. You feel the way that you do habitually until you change it. Right? So, for example, if you've had a tough time over the last five years, you've been in and out of jobs, you were almost homeless, or you did this, or you had some traumatic event, you know, and you haven't let that go and you haven't dealt with it, chances are you're walking around with a low vibration. You're not really feeling your best. Well, that's why you keep attracting the same stuff. You've got to change the way that you feel habitually every day. You've got to take conscious control of yourself and say, you know what, I'm going to feel good today. I'm going to feel grateful. I'm going to feel inspired. And you do that by what you consciously think about first. Let me say that again. Thoughts which are mixed with emotions will constitute a magnetic force which attracts. A thought thus magnetized with emotion may be compared to a seed which when planted in fertile soil germinates, grows, and multiplies itself over and over again until that which was originally one small seed becomes countless millions of seeds of the same brand. Meaning, you know, the seed has turned into the plant itself, right? And as I wrap up why repetition is so important, let me read this at the bottom of page 85. Now, let us go back to the starting point and become informed as to how the original seed of an idea, plan, or purpose may be planted in your subconscious mind. The information is easily conveyed in this way any idea, plan, or purpose may be placed in the subconscious mind through repetition of thought. This is why you are asked to write out a statement of your major purpose or definite chief aim. Commit it to memory and repeat it out loud day after day until these vibrations of sound have reached your subconscious mind. We are what we are because of the vibrations of thought which we pick up and register through the stimuli of our daily environment. And this is why it's very important to think your own truth regardless of the appearances, right? You get to decide on what you're going to focus on. So, as a recap, you got to see yourself already in possession of what you want. you got to see that you are the person you want to be, and you just have to assume that it's a fact already. And then after assuming that it's a fact, and you keep doing that every single day. Like, for example, when I get off this podcast, I'm going to have about 10 minutes before I get on my coaching call because I have a call after this with the client. Well, between now and that call, what am I doing? I'm repeating my goal to myself. I'm saying, thank you. This has already happened. Thank you. This happened already. I'm grateful that this has happened. I am this. Per- I'm just repeating it. You can be doing this throughout the entire day. And so I naturally start to feel like that person. And um, then my actions follow. Right? That's the way that it works. All right. Uh, let's get to your. Now it's time to answer your questions. If you're on TikTok, Facebook, or YouTube, we're going to be answering your questions right now. Let's see here. The key to the military success is the unlimited amount of resources to expend. No, the key to the military success is in their ability to reprogram people. Uh, Let's see here. When you are walking, can you say affirmations? Absolutely. You could be saying affirmations all day long in your mind. Absolutely. Let's see here. It's all about frequency. How do I access my subconscious mind? You access it through emotion and repetition. Okay. So for example, if you were to just stop what you're doing right now and truly relax, you know, you breathe in, you breathe out, take some deep breaths, right? And you truly just start relaxing. You relax your legs, you relax your, your arms, your muscles, you just relax. Just relax. And now what you want to do is close your eyes and start to picture your goal. What does it exactly look like? And hold that picture. And while you're holding that picture, how does it feel that that is a fact already? How does that feel exactly? And the question here is, can you feel it? If you can feel it, in that moment, you're accessing your subconscious mind. Listen, this is what happens when we go to the movies. Why do you think every movie that is a classic starts off the same way? It starts off with a problem. Why? Because the problem invokes emotion. They want to get you emotionally involved from the beginning of the movie. They don't want you to, they don't want you to get emotionally involved later in the movie. No, they want you emotionally involved from the jump because that keeps you sitting in your seats, right? So um, that's really what you're doing. Now, one of the tools that helps me do that every day is my journal. So I have this blueprint journal. And in this journal, I write out my purpose. I write out my goal. That's how it looks. I write out the gratitude list. I write out everything as it's all in the present tense. Okay, so my purpose, my goal, the person I am. Okay, uh, my gratitude list. so I'm writing these things down every day as if it's already happened. and because I'm writing it down, again, my subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what is real or what is fake. So as I'm writing this down, it's making me go back to picture. It's making me get into the feeling of it and I keep writing it down every day and every day and every day. and you know, you're gonna have some things that you write down. you're gonna see them happen immediately, and some things will take some time and Some other things will probably take even more time because it's all based on the emotion and how much you really believe that it has happened already. But the simple way to put it, if you want to access your subconscious mind, you have to get emotion involved. You have to get into the feeling of what you're thinking about. Just thinking about it is not enough. You got to get into the feeling of it. Vision boards are definitely helpful. That's what I was showing in the beginning, uh, which was this guy right here. This is what I was showing in the beginning. I just put it behind my laptop, and I'm looking at it every day. It helps. How much does it cost to have you hold us accountable? Uh, That's an answer that would require a phone call. So I don't know what your particular situation is. Uh, So if you really are looking for accountability and mentorship, then you should definitely be scheduling a life audit call to figure that out. I don't even know if I'm the right person to hold you accountable. I don't know if I can hold you accountable because there are people sometimes I talk to and they're not ready for accountability. They're not coachable. So I don't know if I can actually hold you accountable. Let's see here. Does your daily planner or how do you organize? Do you use your daily? I use this journal to plan what I'm doing. See the night before. So let's go here. The night before I have this written, it says six goal achieving activities I'm going to complete tomorrow. And I write down the six things that I'm doing tomorrow. So when I wake up in the morning, I already know what I'm doing. And then I get them done. Take one thing at a time. How do you process negative feelings to get back to the vision and the wish fulfilled? You got to let it go. Why are you holding on to the negative feelings? I think that's a better question. Right? That's that's the better question. So... You know, the, the the bottom line is this, okay? Your emotions are a result of what you're focusing on. So if you have negative feelings, it's because you're focusing on something negative. So what do you do about that? You let it go. You stop focusing on it. You stop giving it your attention. You just let it go. What people want to do so many times is they want to dwell in the past. They want to analyze it. They want to justify it. They want to figure it out. They want to, they want to know why it doesn't matter. What has already happened is irrelevant. It doesn't matter anymore. What matters is what are you going to do moving forward? You see, you have to be like an athlete, you know, a quarterback or a basketball player. You got to have short-term memory. Uh, you just got to let things go. There, there's no special way to get around it. It's just you got to let it go. And again, you can turn that into an affirmation and use repetition to start thinking that way. I'm so happy and grateful now that I let things go easily. I let things go easily and quickly so I can move forward with my life. Right, That's an affirmation. How do you balance really going for something and just allowing it? Um, well, there's really no balance. Um, allowing something to happen doesn't mean you're not doing anything. Allowing something to happen means you're not trying to control how it happens. Right? So if you're going to go for something, you're just going to do it. And as you move in that direction, it's going to move towards you. And when the opportunities come, that's what we mean. You got to let it happen. Like when the opportunity comes your way, you got to take advantage of that. And again, letting it happen means you're going to have opportunities that come your way that don't make any sense, that are uncomfortable. You got to, you got to move on those. See, letting it happen also means that you don't need to know how it's going to happen and be the one to figure it out. God's already got that covered. Good question. All right. I think we're towards the end here. Let me see here. All right. So, let me uh, get rid of this. There we go. One last question. How do you control the power you have? How do you control the power you have? The answer's in the question. You control it. You you control it. That's like asking, how do you stop hanging around negative friends? You stop hanging around negative friends. There's nothing to it. Um, I, I mean, that's the only way I can describe it if that's what, what the question was. All right, let's see here. Um, The only way you're going to become coachable is by being open-minded. That's the only way. And letting things go from the past. You got to understand that whoever you're working with, they know something you don't. Okay? This has been episode number 130, guys. Using repetition to reprogram your subconscious mind. You got to use repetition to see yourself already as a person you want to be. You see that the goal has already happened. You're acting as if. You're getting emotionally involved with repetition. And you're acting from that place every day. And you're just repeating that every single day throughout the day. That's the price. To think, feel, act, and conduct yourself in all of your affairs as the person you wish to become. So that's what it is, guys. All right. Another great day. Another great show. And we'll leave you guys with this thank you for listening to the devory darkens live podcast the purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money more freedom and a better life remember subscribe to the youtube channel and follow me on facebook tiktok and ig at devory darkens love you and take care